Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Some of your favorite Great Big Al podcasts are coming to the London Podcast Festival, including The Musical Podcast, Rule of Three, John Holmes's The The One Show Show, Friends With Friends, The Fear, Trolled with Tracy Ann Oberman, and Brian and Roger. More info and tickets are available at kingsplace.co.uk. Get your tickets right now, or, or I don't know what I'll do. Kill you. <laughs> Tilly's done a mother my No, I haven't. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. I am John Holmes, it's The The One Show Show, and this is part two of this week's The The One Show Show, the podcast that puts a wad of graph paper in its mouth, chews it into a saliva-matted wet ball, and then flicks it at The One Show with a ruler. Part one of this week's ep came out yesterday, so if you'd like this part two to make sense, why not go back and listen to that first, because this one is going to sort of start where that one left off. Or not, your call, we're not going to fall out over it. Welcome then, and enjoy, as this week I'm joined by Mark Haynes and Julia Rayside. I argue with you now because Matt has seen something. We learned that he's watched the first episode of a new TV drama yes. called The Capture. Got mm, he was you. very he... excited, again, as was Emma, again. Yeah. I would say we watched it for a year and Matt had seen nothing yeah. and he read nothing and we've mentioned it a few times about how he doesn't do anything and the last two weeks he is straight in there when the guest is there yeah. going, now I've read your book and I loved it. Ah, <laughs> oh, maybe they... someone's had a chat with him. They <laughs> are literally working a BBC One mainstream 7pm big show they are catering it for the opinion of the three people in this room once a week <laughs> we've got to stymie them we've got to cut them off at the pass man oh man <laughs> so good um, but we'll the, the, so this is a new drama so again two more actors slightly awkwardly mm. on the sofa Holiday Granger Holiday Granger and right. uh, a bloke I didn't yes. I, one of those ben, like, Miles. Ben, Miles. ben Miles thank yeah. you one yeah. of those guys you recognise but again his he's name is a face. bit he's got that face yeah yeah he's in that thing yeah. I only yeah. know Holiday Granger because about four months ago I think she she moved into my neighbourhood. You are so, so effing poor. I saw her on the road, yeah. not on the road. He was just by Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I thought, oh, she's an actress. What's she in? And I spent about three months going, I wonder what she's in. Is she going to pop up? She didn't. And it took me ages to see something and go, that's the, that's the oh, woman. Now you that finally know. That is the know. woman. When I've walked past her on three occasions, each time she has been visibly nervous. I'm just a bloke walking down a high but street. you do look terrifying. Right? Yeah, 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 I do. Okay, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But 
the fourth time, I had my little baby with me. Ugh. And as she walked towards me, she didn't look scared. Oh. I got the baby off eBay. <laughs> <laughs> and also, that was the time you handbagged her when she was least expecting it. Did you use the old Sniffits headline? Every time. It wasn't a real baby. It was a baby with a brick sewn inside it. <laughs> I'd used the Sniffits headline on the first three occasions, which is probably why I hadn't done so well. <laughs> <laughs> they so, know you quite well down the yeah, station now, don't I've, they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Holiday Granger. She's um, she's all over the tube in the minute. She's done some really cool, credible American movie. Oh yeah, no, she's quite sort of. She, her career is in the ascendant. And you can sure. see suddenly she's getting this role, which is previously this would have been a Keely Hawes role. Oh wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. There was one bit they showed a clip of it, and it's all that very washed out post-born identity, Tinker yeah. Taylor, Soldier Spy, all of London looks gunmetal grey. And there was only a little clip they showed of it, but it was a bit where she, who must be, what, 20... She's late 20s, four, actually, Who anything. knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she's making all the googly eyes at that Ben Miles guy, yeah. who is 50 He's 106, plus. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I thought to myself, oh, you know, I've written this very good spy drama, but I'm a 50-year-old screenwriter. And I would love I to would think love of myself. I would love Holiday yeah. Granger, the 26-year-old <laughs> actress, uh, to have a thing where she's just going, aren't older men gorgeous? Yeah. That shit needs to fucking stop. every stop. drama well, ever. Well, speaking as an older man. <laughs> <laughs> now, hang on a second. Just hold on a minute, because I've just written this. <laughs> and you know where she lives, so. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, you could pop it through her box in a manner of speaking. Oh, God. Ew. Stop oh, it, everyone. I imagine the next time I see her on the fucking street, if she's heard this, that's going to be a, a, a nice yeah. casual yeah. passing yeah. chat. Yeah. Yeah. She comes running towards you with her mace going, it's not a real baby! It's not a real baby! <laughs> oh, but they, they got roped in, as they the one show loves to do, they got mm. roped in to chat about what else was happening it's my on favorite, the show. It's my favourite bit. To lead into it was the bit where the one show went out of its way to make viewers who might be going on holiday absolutely anxious. Yeah, yeah. that scared the shit out of them. Now, many of you will have just, I'm sure, got back from a lovely summer break, or you might be packing a suitcase at the moment uh, for a last-minute holiday. That would be lovely, actually. But yeah. just how safe are those belongings that you're leaving behind? Mm. Time for a one-show break-in. Yeah. Oh, this was an ex-burglar. They've done this kind of thing before. An ex-burglar going around to see if you could break into someone's house. And uh, Matt said something like, you're possibly back from a summer break. Uh, you might be packing a suitcase, and which he said would be lovely, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it? Or would it? But, but how safe is your house? Yeah. So people might be going, I'm going holiday tomorrow. It's going to be brilliant. I'll just watch the one-show <laughs> yeah. before I go. And now I don't want to go because he's reminding me that my house might be ransacked. I'd, I'd say there it was, was so Daily Mail of them, wasn't but it? I'd say there was one flaw in this, which is the whole thing is I'm worried about burglars getting into my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now this I know within what within yeah. thirty seconds came out the line: all the doors and windows to the house are locked, but so he doesn't damage anything. We've given Michael a key. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is this is ex-burglar Michael who they're like you know he's going to burglar test the house and see if he can buy. they fucking give him a key that's not fair I'll tell you break in or don't break in Michael is one of actually I really liked him I thought he seemed warm and, and he seemed funny and knowledgeable about breaking into people's houses yeah. I'm an ex-burglar know all the tricks of the trade what I do now is give advice to people how to protect their properties and give them an insight how the burglar works. But there was a bit where he's like, oh, I'll tell you what terrible thing they've done here. Left the wheelie bin out. Now <laughs> I, I can just get over that straight into the house. And they obviously said to him, go on then, Michael. And Michael's like, um, <laughs> oh, I, mean, I mean, I put a bit of timber on over the years, but let's give it a go. I am an expert. He was, he was up on that wheelie bin and that wheelie bin lid was properly going in. <laughs> wheelie bin right next to the gate. Really bad idea.
smoothly done. All the doors and windows to the house are locked, but so he doesn't damage anything, we've given Michael a key. On the close-up of his feet on the wheelie bin, he was wearing, like, posh brogues. And <laughs> you're burgling a house, mate, and you've got to... Why are you wearing trainers? I, re- <laughs> I recognise those. Those are my shoes. <laughs> He's the brogue burglar, don't you know? <laughs> but they had bothered to give him gloves, which is an incongruous thing. It's mm. like, don't worry about fingerprints. We know who you are. You're on telly. It's all fine. Yeah, the the, oh, the thing about it was once they let him in, it wasn't, can a burglar get into your house? No. It was like, is it possible for a man in your house to just look through your stuff? Yes. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> of course it, is. it is. Can they can, can he go through your drawers pretty much definitely yeah, yeah. it was, it was yeah, quite it weird was that where you know if you're going on holiday what do you do with your valuables well <laughs> let's show you yeah. and this these people's house that they filmed genuinely hid their stuff where they hide it so now we all know where the now valuables we know. are yeah. but yeah. it's just the same place everybody puts I stuff know, I yeah. guess but then his advice at the end of the VT was put everything in the loft so now, now we all... the casual burglar can yep. try your loft I, like, I've written put things in the loft I know where work. I'm going to look yeah. when I'm doing a burglar. <laughs> right now. me too yeah. I'll hold the torch go into Very the freezer strange. and find the jewellery you've wrapped in foil tell you one thing that we heard today was wrapping your jewellery in tin foil and then putting that in the freezer mm. yeah. that, that was actually nuts yeah, isn't <laughs> wrap it? your and then and and then, then it moved on in, in the in the studio chat to the thing you were talking about, which was uh, you should hide your valuables on the beach oh, in a nappy. This is mm. marvellous. And mm. then Matt said, and smear it with chocolate spread just to be on the safe yeah, side. Yeah, for ex- extra security. <laughs> Ew. And another one, when you're on holiday on the beach and you can't look after your stuff if you want to go and have a swim, uh, put everything in a nappy. Because no-one's going to tend to go in there. That is genius. That is something that I'm going to be using. There you go. That's one of my favourites. But enough about that. A bit of chocolate spread on there for extra security. I'm just saying. It's a deterrent. It's just a bit thorough. Yeah. Ew. They did get a nice ooh from the rest of the... But Matt's like, no, that's a thing. Genuinely. No-one's stolen the iPad, but it's ruined. Because it's covered in fucking Nutella, Dad. And I was thinking, but hang on. Now, if I am a beach burglar and I want people's valuables... beach burglar. Oh, I, you said that as if it's a phrase we've used like here all the time. If I was a beach bird, just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like, a nice, it's a nicer kind like, of kind of burgling to do. Yeah, like handbagging, it's a phrase we've coined. <laughs> um, but if I was a beach burglar and I know that someone's put their valuables in a nappy, mm. okay, and yeah. it's and it's got a smear of brown chocolate spread on it to look like shit, yeah. I'm going to go. No, that's a one show viewer who's in their valuables because <laughs> yeah. baby shit does not look like nothing. No, it sort no. of looks like um, some crushed up biscuits. Yeah, or it? mustard. Or yeah, something. mustard, the yellow stuff. That's yeah, yeah, what yeah. I'd be smearing on there. Yeah. The mustard, <laughs> not brown Nutella, Matt. <laughs> Unless it's Matt's own nappy, and he was referring to his <laughs> own. <laughs> I don't know if he can get through the whole show. Well, with that, if he yeah. if he did shit himself, Emma would be there holding her hands cupped. <laughs> <laughs> to try and catch. Oh, God. Yeah. Is it getting hot in here? <laughs> it certainly on. smells. Go on, shit on them, mate. <laughs> <laughs> when, they, when they were making people anxious about their holidays, yeah. it seemed to me it was really incongruous. It was like, we could, I mean, you might as well have said, you know, you, you'll be getting on a plane tomorrow and uh, there's every chance the pilot will be suicidal <laughs> yeah. and or drunk will or take you with him. Completely, it completely. really odd. This show was all about mistiming videos mm. because then they did a thing about it's the end of PPI. You can't make a claim. Yeah. Uh, you've got you've got now. I think it was like literally eight hours to do it. <laughs> if you need more info, then just head to the website. Yeah. Just a reminder: you've only got until uh, one minute to midnight tomorrow to register to claim. Oh, this is the Dom Littlewood special. He comes back cock cock and he dom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I made the mistake right at the start of this, and I can't remember whether we edited it out or not. I think we might have done, where I was under the impression that Dom Littlewood had broken into television because he was an ex-burglar. And that, I got that in my head. <laughs> I thought that <laughs> as well. I think 
I thought that too. I, I, I don't think, having checked afterwards <laughs> for legal reasons, that he is. I think he just, oh. he's a, he's a current looks like, He looks like an ex-burglar. He's well, part-time. Put it this yeah. way, I watched that film. It was very dull. He stole my time. Yes, <laughs> he true. did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a terrible film. He didn't have anything to say about it, because like you said, no. it's the deadline's like in a minute, so there's nothing you can do. Then they made a point of saying that if you phone some of the PPI companies, now, they, won't, they won't take any more claims. Yeah. Yeah. So it's literally like, the deadline's coming, and so that's a thing that's happened. Yeah. Okay, next uh, thing. It's uh, like, well, that was a, yes, Do you wasted. get a lot of uh, PPI calls? You asked a woman on a pier, and she went, oh, oh, God, oh the Vox yes. yes. Are you ever a little bit cheeky to anybody at the other end? Yes. Are you going to tell me what you said to them? No, probably just blew a raspberry. Yes. And obviously because he has to do the report from somewhere. And it's always, sometimes you just question for a minute, like any decision made on that show. Which obviously you should never do. You'd both be fucking mad by now. This um, podcast would be 19 hours know, long. Just like, have you laughing and crying alternately? But um, he's, he's in Greenwich. They just go, Dom Littlewood, Greenwich. It's like, Right, he's in Greenwich. It's something to do with time, or there'll, yeah. there'll be a clock, or the time's again. No, he was just in Greenwich, and he was wandering around talking to the people of Greenwich. Like, why even fucking specify he's in Greenwich? That There's makes me. There. That makes me believe that Dom Littlewood lives in Greenwich. He definitely lives in or Greenwich. Or Blackheath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be yeah. one of those yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, in a house that he stole. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a house burglar. Rich he pickings stole around there. If you're a burglar, some rich people living in Blackheath. I live in the attic of another. I'm not put off by their shit. I once had to pretend to be a ghost in front of a child. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and then, but then, Matt, this was where they started to involve the actors again in the stories that they're covering elsewhere. Mm. And Matt asked um, Holiday Granger and Ben, ben Miles, Miles if, yeah. if they'd ever, if they'd done a PPI claim. Did you get, now I'm going to ask you, have, have you done it? Have no. You claimed? No. No, I've not either. No. Yeah. And they would look just look utterly nonplussed. <laughs> of course we haven't. I got paid three million pounds for doing this series. Do you think I'm going to do six weeks of going through my old bank account <laughs> yeah, numbers? I'm, I'm actually fine. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. But went round. Yeah, he hadn't got any. Yeah. Holiday Granger hadn't got any. Mm. Emma Willis hadn't bothered doing no, it. No, but guess who had? Oh, Matt had <laughs> definitely done it. He was smug as fuck. What? He loved himself sick after that, didn't he? Emma. No. <laughs> Matt. Yes. And, and? I've got a result. So do it, honestly. Happy days? It, it was, it's still very happy days. Very happy days. Um, anyway, all afternoon we've been hearing Irish dancing music from mm-hmm. upstairs. He didn't tell us yeah. how much he got, though, did no, he? No, very... Uh, no, he did not. He just oh, said, he said happy, days. Happy, happy days. Happy days. Happy days. Yeah. Yeah. And still happy days. Yes. Yeah. Like it was a Suggesting lot of Suggesting he's been living on it for months. Yeah. yeah. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Which, Tuesday, Wednesday, which happy days. <laughs> it slightly hints, though, doesn't it, that Matt has had a long lifetime of time taking out easy credit, which is the thing yes, that you does. get PPI on. Yeah. Exactly. So he's taking out a lot of loans and things. Well, he's a farmer. I mean, times is tough, you know. Now we've left Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been the one good thing about it, seeing all those farmers <laughs> get bitten in the arse. <laughs> Magic. All of television history is contained in the Box of Delights. I've climbed up Nelson Scotland once before. These are small. And put it down in front of Bagpuss. I'm Julia Rayside. Join me and my guests as we dip into our favourite TV memories. The boys mustn't hesitate bashing their head like this. You can't tell me what to do. You ain't my mother! I love it when a plan comes together. Come and tell us what yours are too. We've all been told we can't discuss nominations. It's a bit of car air. Shut up. With a novel on the top. I think I like you, Lovejoy. Find us on Twitter at Box Delights Pod and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It was a dullest film, but I was distracted by... They showed a clip of the current advert, which is Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right, his head being crushed by a pressure by yeah. thing. So, yeah, but am I right in thinking that is actually Arnold... That's not an impression. Is that actually Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger? Oh, no, it's an impression. It's There's an no impression. way you get Arnie. Weirdly. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. I didn't know whether Arnie had just taken a... I, what's the catchline they use? I presume it's, it's he's like, I'm your funds and I'll be back or something. I can't <laughs> yeah. remember what it is. Yeah. But what I do Has know... To live. PPI. <laughs> yeah, I, I was in. I was in a, an office the other day, and it was like a creative sort of like telly place. You and they always yeah, have a copy tossing. of fucking Ad Week or Marketing Weekly. Mm. When they sit you down in those places, there's never a copy of the Sun. Right? <laughs> it's always industry magazines, yeah. which are the most boring yeah, yeah, things yeah. in the world. But this had an article about that Arnold Schwarzenegger advert saying it's one of the most successful advert campaigns that's ever been run. What? It has done such business. We can't business. even remember the tagline. No. 393 or 42. 393 is quicker. But the 42 does drop you closer. That's what I mean, like 42. Come on! Make a decision or your journey terminates here. You've at least made a decision under PPI, right? The deadline is the 29th of August 2019. Do it now! That's right. If you've had a mortgage or had loans and credit cards, then you may have had PPI. Last stop for the PPI. Ding, ding. Call 0800 101 What? But they no. must have paid Schwarzenegger to use his image or voice. I don't think you can... I think Schwarzenegger's the sort of person... Mm. The reason I, I mention it is because years ago, right, I interviewed Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. When he's, it was his first comeback film after he was... Have you got PPI? <laughs> <laughs> it's all I can think about. <laughs> I'll ring you later. <laughs> but he was, he was the rudest, most unpleasant interview I've ever, ever done. Really? I mean, oh, wow. So, the, so I walked into the... Because it was a junket, right? So it's in a hotel room. Uh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger's sitting in there. And sure, I'm one of a conveyor belt of presenters coming through asking me about a stupid fucking film. Yep. And he doesn't want to be there. They're neither not fun. Really do Everyone I, hates junkies. Absolutely junkies. awful. Yeah. But I went in and, you know, the PR just went, uh, Mr. Schwarzenegger, this is John. He's from XFM. And he's coming to talk to you about a film. And he was sitting on a couch reading a, like an art coffee table book. And I, While looking at the pictures. Yeah, yeah well, quite. <laughs> and he didn't acknowledge that. And I thought, well, he hasn't heard. He's, he's getting on. Maybe he's a bit. So anyway, so I, I sort of wandered over there while the producer's setting up some microphones and stuff. And PR said again, uh, Mr. Schwarzenegger, John, and, he, and I was standing in front of him.
front of him. He didn't look up or acknowledge it at all. And I said, well, he hasn't heard. And I said, it's really nice to meet you. You know, uh, we're just setting up. We'll be chatting to you in a minute. Right, to, almost to his face or to the top of his head because he was looking at his book. He ignored me, <gasps> right? And I, and I sort of half got my hand extended for, for a handshake oh, in the polite way. And he didn't do anything. He just turned a page of the book. Oh. Right? Passive aggressively. Yeah, so I put my hand in between his face and the book. <laughs> <laughs> right? And he, then he was forced to look up at me. Didn't shake it. Right? Mm. And I thought this interview is going to be shit. Oh my and I God. just knew. And I sat down and it was dreadful. And I always go into those sort of interviews with not about the film or anything, just some, something interesting to yeah. try and warm up a bit. And the reason I mention this is because of the disembodied head. A friend of mine once went for an interview at Madame Tussauds, right? <laughs> and uh, out the back afterwards, while he was having a cigarette, he had a pile of stuff. He was on a fag somewhere by Far East Gate. Uh-huh. Arnold Schwarzenegger's head oh. right? <laughs> was just in a pile of heads. Oh my right? God. And he nicked it. <gasps> so, this is amazing. So, and it, but, but then he left it on the tube. Oh my God. So, and I told Arnie that story as my opening gambit and said, so somewhere your head was disembodied head. It's going round and round the central line or the district <laughs> line or the circle line, whatever it might be. And I was like, so ha ha. He genuinely was staring at me throughout the whole thing. Oh my God. Didn't acknowledge that funny story, turned to look at the PR and just went, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> that is so dysfunctionally oh. rude. And then I just said, oh, tell me about the film, right? Oh God. Which he then with, oh, the film is with the guns and the thing. Yeah. Right, and that's fine. And I, we came out of the interview, and I said to the producer, "We're not using that. It's shit, mm. unless <clears throat> I tell this story and reserve the right to make it interesting." So we played the interview, <laughs> told the story, played the interview up. But I pitch shifted his voice up to be that of a chipmunk. I think he had it coming. Um, yeah. Anyway, somebody tweeted that, added him in. Right, the next thing I know is the oh. production co- the film covenant were, were on to my boss going, this is unacceptable that you broadcast this. Is this another John Holmes get yeah. sacked story? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love this. But the boss, the boss, good old, good old Chris, the boss then just went, no, it's our, we reserve your client is shit, we're going to make it entertaining. Yeah. Anyway, the upshot is I am on the Arnold Schwarzenegger blacklist. Whenever he's been back in this country, I am on the, we are not having you interviewing oh, him. Oh, well done. You have made a very powerful <laughs> enemy. Yeah. Amazing. There you go. That's my Arnold Schwarzenegger head story. I right? once got uh, shouted at by a film company when I was at XFM because we did an interview with Casey Affleck uh, after Gone Girl, a really good film. Yeah, great film. And he turned up and he was clearly really hungover and he acted like a baby. And when he left, I, did I, you challenged, his head? I, challenged, I, I challenged him to come back for a fight. And yeah, we got disciplined over that. But I mean... That's, uh, he was he was such a big baby. There have been some <laughs> lovely stories about him in Hollywood, haven't there? I know, oh, you know, I know. And actually, you know, in retrospect, it's turned out that yes, I was right, and he was he awful. It's his own punishment. It's all fine. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Back to the one show. Very oh, good. Yeah. Is what this we were ta- talking about. Um, our, our comedy writer pal turned up again. Yeah, didn't Paul, Paul Mayhew Archer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, he, he's he's. Uh, this must be about the third, fourth time we've seen him. Yeah. Yeah, this was. He's suffering from Parkinson's, and this was a film about how doing set dancing, which looked a bit like um, line dancing. I'm here in County Tyrone to look at a new therapy using very old traditions. No, it isn't stout, sadly. The therapy is Irish set dancing. Yeah. Obviously, American I thought he said dancing. Irish sex dancing, but that's, <laughs> that's what I heard. By then, I was so sexually charged. That I just, you know. <laughs> this was good because it was a, it was a very very boring film, and one of those things as well. If you say you're a comedy writer, you sort of go, "Is it going to be a little bit of something funny in there?" and he doesn't make it hilarious, yeah. old Paul. It's you know. the one show. He was just getting He's his very paycheck. Gentle. Fair play. And the bit that absolutely made me howl with laughter was when it came back, Matt was back-reffing the little VT and he just went, 
Oh, he said, Irish dancing has that medicinal quality. <laughs> oh, I love that. We love Paul. It does as well, doesn't it? Your toe just starts tapping. It do- yeah, I know. Because this lot behind me as well. That medicinal quality. Of- yeah, I know. <laughs> that medicinal quality <laughs> of Irish dancing. Yeah. But it was it was right because it then linked back, of course, to the big performance. We saw them at the beginning. Heartbeat yeah. of home. Heartbeat of home. Heartbeat of home. Yeah. All the things Just that... Just more fucking river dance. <laughs> stomp without the bins. <laughs> wouldn't it? And let me tell you, the bins are the best thing in stomp. <laughs> right. yeah. oh. But Matt, again, Matt was very excited by the whole thing. They were about yeah. out, out, on the, out on the... Uh, we, call, we call it a forecourt. I've never really known what to call that area no, outside. No, that bit in front of Costa Coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> the, the it's but the they, petrol garage forecourt. It is, but, we call it, but they call it a piazza. Piazza. Man, that's going to stop on the 31st yeah. of October. Anyone, anyone using language like that will be going into the camp. <laughs> I, I liked it because it was, it was, it's not the sort of thing I'd go and see. And there's a bit of it that I sort of go, this is a horrible buffet of culture. Oh, God. Where, where I know, you get I know. 30 seconds of a little bit of African inspired. And there's three dances of colour, but just for those 30 seconds. For those bits. And then it cuts and there'll be a bit of flamenco. Yeah. But not enough that you can turn to your yeah. husband and go, oh, this is this is getting boring. <laughs> it's just quick and sort of like you know a flavor, fl- a, a flavor of the world, like a Disney ride. Yes. That sort of like you know, see the world in a minute, cloying. On this world where they come out in their national costume. Yeah, where so. are these things on? I don't like know. Like Brent Cross or something. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking bizarre. Oh, talking of Brent Cross. Yes, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He opened the O2 Centre on Finchley Road. What? Now Arnold Schwarzenegger. You'll do that, but he won't do it. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Weirdly, the one thing you should have got him onto the subject of is boring bits of North London. So in his early bodybuilding career, he spent a lot of time living in Britain and uh, he spent a lot of that in Kilburn and then Golders Green and then Finchley. Right. <laughs> and when he came out to do the opening, and this was probably 20 years ago, I it might have been like Terminator 2 was the first film that opened it. I remember he came out and it was chock-a-block. It was back in the days when you just, you didn't see celebrities. Yeah, and yeah, to know yeah. that Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to the O2 Centre in Finchley. <laughs> and he came out <laughs> pumping the air and he looked really really excited and he went hello Finchley <laughs> like that which Finchley Road is not Finchley no, not, but it? hearing Arnold Schwarzenegger shout the word Finchley <laughs> just absolutely magic absolutely magic uh, can we very briefly mention Suki the intelligence expert oh yeah she was she was a good booking but a strange one yeah they mm. underused her I feel and they rushed her through rather didn't they mm. literally like asked her a few questions about surveillance she was sort of just about getting going they went just very very quickly last question very very quickly have you got to take on your house and she just kind of smirked and went, no. But that, I was like, I want to hear about that. that Talk about that. That scared me yeah. more than anything else I've ever just heard on telly. One word, one fucking You word. have a tech expert who is talking about like facial recognition and cameras and CCTV. Yeah. And she's like, no, you don't really need to be nervous about it. You know, it's sometimes there's going to be some issues and there's going to be problems. And then they're like, do you have any tech in your house? And she is like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely not. Suki, very quick answer. Do you have tech in your house? Quickly. No. Oh! <laughs> oh, it's the tech expert. 
one in the house. <laughs> Cliffhanger there. Well, Because they demanded a quick answer because it's the one yeah, show. It's like, did, we need more. Where does the tech cut off? So presumably she doesn't have a computer with a camera in yeah, there. Yeah. And I was like, well, how far does it TV? Oh, no, I would not have a TV. What are they doing? <laughs> she's like an expert and she knows. That's the one show thing. They don't want to know what she knows. They just wanted to say something inflammatory. Like, honestly, talk to her more, stupid people. That made me really nervous. And yeah. then I went straight onto my laptop and Googled, does my camera work <laughs> without me knowing? And let me tell when you. When you're doing those things. <laughs> yeah. Let I me can, tell you. I can tell you that it does. Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> it does, Mark. It does. John, John, John and I have got a live feed. <laughs> I, I know neither of you have watched that live feed because both of you have got working eyes. So, <laughs> uh, but I did look at that and I did sort of go, oh, this is something that, that has actually ruined my life a bit. I'm really frightened now. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely terrified. Well, again, it goes back to the one show, scaring the, the people that are watching it, from, scaring them to go on holiday, scaring them now yep. to have tech in their houses. Yep. I mean, it's that's not its job, is they it? They seem that's not cuddly, its job. but when when things are you know when there's a bit of a lull, they just scare the shit out of you just to see if you're still watching. Yeah. We've got yeah. two new producers. One is sex mad, and the other is a massive paranoid conspiracy <laughs> like theorist. Yeah. This is going to be a golden age for this podcast. <laughs> uh, right, uh, I'm horny. I'm scared. I'm horny. I'm scared. <laughs> I mean, that's just normal for me. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Well, hashtag me too. Actually. <laughs> Yeah, now I, now I am scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, this has been fun. <laughs> um, so, have we have we any other business? Anyone we've missed anything out there? Anyone noticed? The, that, the um... only thing that really struck me was uh, back on Tuesday's show when Emma Willis was really excited about meeting AJ and his much bigger brother. And but obviously she was just trying to find similarities between them. So she just said almost as if she discovered like the cure for cancer. They've got exactly the same eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't they? I was looking at both of them. No, no, they're probably different colours. I like Matt's, uh, Matt's thing where he was talking about that drama, which I thought was called Somebody's Watching Me, because it uses the, the 1984 song, the Rockwell. hit by Rockwell. Oh, yeah. Somebody Watching Me, great sort of fun track. And again, no privacy. Oh, whoa. <laughs> and, uh, I did that solely so that yeah. a PRS would kick in and we'll have to pay a grand nice. for this show to go out. I had a quick look at Rockwell. He was the son of Barry Gordy. Okay. Uh, and to avoid uh, nepotism charges when he signed to Motown without his father's knowledge, he went under the name Rockwell. And when his dad found out it was his son, he said, what's he calling himself? And he went, uh, Rockwell. And Barry Gordy says, he can keep that because you know what? He is rocking well. Oh, <laughs> Just, that, weird story on Wikipedia. But I read it and I was like, am I supposed to feel like, you know, yeah, oh, that's absolutely hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Don't quite know. He had two hits. He had Somebody's Watching Me and his other top 40 hit was called Obscene Phone Call. <laughs> <laughs>
doesn't get a roll out very often, does it? No. But this was, again, it Just was that... Just heavy breathing, this like is the that... guy on the studio cams. <laughs> yeah. this, this was exactly oh, one of those... I like... want to use a Rockwell song. <laughs> which, which, which one? I want to use opposite. Not that one. <laughs> this was exactly that John Lewisy thing they do. So this was... What about for the PPI bit? Can we use it for that? <laughs> PPI sounds like the word PPI. and I. <laughs> like if you were watching someone in... Yeah, all right, Gary. Do you want to see my PPI? Is the IIPP out of... Shut up. Uh, so that's the story of Rockwell. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and people listen to this podcast and say they don't learn anything. I know, right? <laughs> that horrible Rockwell, uh, somebody's watching me, they had that uh, John lewis weedy, thin, indie, yeah, plaintiff right. thing. Yeah. I always feel like somebody's watching me. I'll clean. Where she is, don't just stop fucking doing that with songs. Yeah, if you're gonna no, do it, no. do it the other way around. Really jazz up sad ones. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a spy drama that has a really sort of like swinging bossa nova strange fruit <laughs> playing over strange. the top. <laughs> oh no, I do want to hear Bossa Nova Strange Fruit now. Oh come on. I was actually at school with Bossa Nova Strange Fruit. <laughs> oh the Oxford Strange Fruit, yes. I'm changing my name, that's superb. Oh god. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I think we can all agree it was a vintage week. <laughs> it's vintage it's stuff, yeah. We didn't even see the one with Orlando Bloom. Imagine how good this show could have been. Man. Go back and watch it yourself. <laughs> And that seems like a good place to stop. That's it. We'll be back next week with our first ever live edition, which we're recording live this Friday as part of the London Podcast Festival. If you'd like to be in the live audience, then kingsplace.co.uk is the website. Have a look for The The One Show Show. It'll be me, it'll be Mark, it'll be our very special guest, broadcaster and co-host of the wildly successful Fortunately, podcast Fee Glover will be joining us. Come one, come all, if only to be able to come up with an answer when your friends ask you, what was it like? But while you're remembering to do that, also remember this and remember it well. When you look at the television to look at the one show, the one show. <laughs> Just went too far with it. Just too far. Also looks back into you. Goodbye. <laughs> Welcome to the musical podcast. I'm Kiri. And I'm Jade. And I'm Dave. Dave's on keys. But we don't play that too much because otherwise we'll have to pay some people rights money. Yeah. Uh, we do a live show where comedians come and sing their favourite musical theatre songs in front of a live audience. This podcast is us bringing that person inside of a building. <laughs> Welcome to Just a Minute with Jade Adams. <laughs> I'm panicked. Enjoy. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.